Thanks for joining us for a classic edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. This session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn more about the CSB translation online when you visit csbible.com. Listen now to this program from the archives. This is In the Studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Welcome to our Easter weekend session. We have a thought-provoking and worshipful time planned today, all centered on helping us remember our Lord's death and resurrection. In the second half today, Steve Green will join us here in the studio. But in this half, Michael, we're stepping out of the studio. We're going to hear some music from a concert you gave in Waukegan, Illinois. And even before that, we're going to hear a message you gave while in Cuba a couple of years ago. Yeah, and, and translating uh, was a dear brother, Pastor Eduardo, who really, I told him he was my, my Cuban father in the faith. Well, let's uh, set up the context of this message okay. you gave in Cuba. Then we'll, we'll turn to the recording of it. Uh, again, we're in a church on a Sunday morning, yeah, and your topic is? It's uh, the unmiraculous miracles of Jesus. It's probably 120 degrees. Yeah, it was uh, hot. It was so hot. It's, it's, I think we've talked about some of these themes uh, on the program before. Uh, this idea that Jesus' demeanor, uh, it's not to say that his miracles weren't miraculous because, I mean, changing water to wine, raising the dead, healing, you know, people, casting out demons, those are, you know, clearly miracles. Without a doubt. It's just that his his posture uh, is so humble and uh, his demeanor is such that when he he does a miracle, People never praise Jesus. They always praise God. There's something about, and, and I don't know what it was. And and so what I talked about was um, the fact that uh, there's usually a miracle behind the miracle that we don't see. And we don't have time for the whole message today, but we're going to pick up, I think, what amounts to the second half of it. But there's mm-hmm. a moment here that we need to describe yeah. for listeners. I want people to listen very carefully and know what was going on behind the yeah. scenes. Well, Eduardo didn't know what I was going to say. He was translating on the fly. But the last question, uh, when I asked, what was the miracle? He didn't know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And, the, and when I did say it, it, to- it caught him totally off guard, yeah. and he, he burst into tears. You'll, you'll pick up on this as you listen carefully. I wish you could have been there to see it happen yeah. because it had a, just a tremendous emotional impact he throughout just, the whole room. He just put his head down on the pulpit and just yeah. sobbed. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. Yeah. So when you hear those moments here, you'll understand what's yeah. going on. It'll make this even more powerful as yeah. we listen. Let's go back to Cuba as we uh, visited that country through the uh, ministry of WorldServe mm-hmm. and Michael Card there speaking. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. Estaba entonces enfermo uno llamado Lázaro. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. De Betania, la aldea de María y de Marta, su hermana. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. María, cuyo hermano Lázaro estaba enfermo y fue la que ungió al Señor con perfume y le enjugó los pies con sus cabellos. Now that hasn't happened yet in the story. Todavía esto no ha ocurrido en la historia. But John knows that we know. Pero ya Juan sabe que nosotros sabemos que esa historia ocurrió. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Enviaron pues las hermanas para decir a Jesús, Señor, he aquí el que amas está enfermo. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. Oyéndolo Jesús dijo, esta enfermedad no es para muerte. 
No, it is for God's glory that God's Son may be glorified through it. Sino para la gloria de Dios, para que el Hijo de Dios sea glorificado por ella. This is what Jesus always said in the face of death and disease. Esto es siempre lo que Cristo dice delante de la muerte y la enfermedad. It's an opportunity for God's glory es to be shown. Es una oportunidad que le muestra o le brinda a Dios la gloria. I think as, he, as we walked around and looked at the damage from the hurricane, Así que si usted se vuelve a su alrededor y ve los daños que el huracán ha traído, Jesus would have said the same thing. Cristo le hubiera dicho, esto es para que Dios manifieste su gloria. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Amaba a Jesús a Marta y a su hermana but, y a Lázaro. But when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Pero cuando yo que estaba enfermo se quedó dos días más en el lugar donde estaba. What's wrong with Jesus? ¿Qué pasa con Jesús en esta ocasión? His friend is sick. Su amigo está enfermo. Why doesn't he run to heal him? ¿Por qué no corre él para sanarle? We'll find out. Vamos a descubrirlo. Then he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. Luego, después de esto, dijo a los discípulos, vamos a Judea otra vez. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews tried to stone you, and yet you're going back there? Los discípulos dijeron, los rabí, ahora procuraban los judíos apedrearte, y otra vez vas allí? Go down to verse 11. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. En el 11 dice, dicho esto, los dos les dijo después, nuestro amigo Lázaro duerme, mas voy para despertarle. But I'm going there to wake him up. Voy para despertarle. Have you noticed that Jesus always refers to death as sleep? ¿Se dan cuenta que Cristo siempre se refería a la muerte como un sueño? And that no one ever understands what he's talking about? Y nadie entendía lo que él decía. When the little girl has died and Jesus comes to raise her from the dead, he tells the mourners, oh, she's only asleep. Cuando aquella niña estaba en su lecho de muerte, él llegó y le dijo, ella solamente duerme. And they laugh. Y la gente se rió de Jesús. Here he tells his disciples, oh, Lazarus is only asleep. Pero ahora él le dice a sus discípulos, Lázaro solamente duerme. In Jesus, death has lost its power. Pardon, once again. In Jesus, death has lost its power. Delante de Jesús, la muerte pierde su poder. Death is only a sleep that, es un sueño. that Jesus will someday wake us from. Es un sueño del cual Jesús algún día nos habrá de despertar. Amen. Verse 12, his disciples don't understand. En el verso 12 dice que sus discípulos no entendían. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get better. Señor, si duerme, sanará, le dijeron. Jesus had been speaking about his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. Pero Jesús decía esto de la muerte de Lázaro, y ellos pensaron que hablaba del reposar del sueño. Let's skip down to verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. En el versículo 17 dice, vino pues Jesús y halló que hacía ya cuatro días que Lázaro estaba en el sepulcro. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. Bethania estaba cerca de Jerusalén, como a 15 estadios, y muchos de los judíos habían venido a Marta y a María para consolarlas por su hermano. But when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Entonces Marta, cuando yo que Jesús venía, salió a encontrarle, pero María se quedó en casa. Lord, Martha said, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. Y Marta dijo a Jesús, Señor, si hubieses estado aquí, mi hermano no habría muerto. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Más, 
también sé ahora que todo lo que pidas a Dios, Dios te lo dará. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Jesús le dijo, tu hermano resucitará. Martha answered, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Entonces Marta dijo, yo sé que resucitará en el día de la resurrección postrera. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection Entonces, and Jesús the life. Le dijo, yo soy la resurrección y la vida. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. El que cree en mí, aunque esté muerto, vivirá. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Y todo aquel que vive y cree en mí no morirá eternamente. Do you believe this? ¿Crees esto? Do you believe this? ¿Creen ustedes esto? Yes, Lord, she told him, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Verse 32. Okay. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. En el 32 dice, María, cuando llegó a donde estaba Jesús al verle, se postró a sus pies diciéndole, Señor, si hubieses estado aquí, no habría muerto mi hermano. Martha and Mary say exactly the same words. Tanto Marta como María dijeron exactamente lo mismo. Except one of them is on her knees. Pero eh, hay una sola diferencia. Una de ellas estaba a sus pies. And one isn't. Y la otra no. The one who is on her knees causes Jesus to weep. Aquella que estaba postrado a sus pies hizo que Jesús llorara. Lord, if you had been here. Señor, si hubieses estado aquí. What is behind that statement? ¿Qué es lo que hay detrás de esa declaración? If Jesus had been there, he could have healed Lazarus. Querría decir, si Cristo hubiera estado allí, él podría haber sanado a Lázaro. Everyone believes that he's a healer. Todo el mundo creía que él era un sanador. But no one, no one thought he could raise someone from the dead. Pero nadie creía que él podía levantar a un muerto del sepulcro. That's impossible. Eso es algo imposible. Especially when you've been in the grave for four days. Especialmente si usted lleva en el sepulcro cuatro días. We'll see this in the resurrection. Vamos a ver esto en la resurrección. No one expects Jesus to rise from the dead. Pero nadie esperaba que Jesús resucitara un muerto. The women come to the tomb to anoint a dead body. Recuerden que las mujeres vinieron a la tumba de Jesús para ungir a un cuerpo muerto. When they see the stones rolled away, do they say, "Oh, Jesus is risen"? Y cuando ellos vieron que la puerta estaba quitada, dijeron ellos, "Ah, Cristo resucitó." No, they say someone stole the body. No, lo que dijeron, alguien se robó su cuerpo. Peter and John run to the tomb. Peter looks into the empty tomb. Y cuando Pedro y Juan corrieron a la tumba, fue Pedro quien entró a la tumba vacía. And walks away wondering to himself what had happened. Y salió preguntándose a sí mismo qué ha ocurrido aquí. No one expected Jesus to rise from the dead. No one. Nadie esperaba que Jesús levantara un muerto del sepulcro. And no one believed that he could raise someone from the dead. Y tampoco nadie creía que él podía levantar a alguien de la muerte. This is the miracle in the Gospel of John that leads to Jesus' crucifixion. Este es el milagro de Juan en que recuerda el libro de Juan que nos habla de la crucifixión de Cristo. Because he gave life to his best friend. Por cuanto él le dio vida a su mejor amigo. The authorities decided he must die. Las autoridades decidieron que él tendría que morir. Where were we? When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit. 
Jesús entonces al verla llorando y a los judíos que la acompañaban también llorando se estremeció en espíritu y se conmovió. Where have you laid him? He asked. Y dijo, ¿dónde le pusisteis? Come and see, Lord, they replied. Le dijeron, Señor, ven y ve. Jesus wept. Y Jesús lloró. I'm not going to read the rest of the story. No les voy a leer el resto de esta historia. Because I think verse 35 is the greater miracle. Porque creo que este versículo 35 es el mayor milagro de esta porción. To raise some from, someone from the dead is estupendo. Que alguien haya sido resucitado de la muerte es algo estupendo. The greatest miracle Jesus ever performed. Es el milagro más grande que Cristo había realizado hasta entonces. And I understand this. Y yo lo comprendo. But I believe there is more going on than the miracle of Lazarus being raised from the dead. Pero creo que hay mucho más allá de lo que simplemente es la resurrección de Lázaro de la muerte. The greater miracle is that Jesus wept. El mayor milagro es que Jesús lloró. God didn't come to wave the magic wand and make all the disease go away. Él no vino con un arte mágica a hacer que todo se solucionara. He heals when he chooses. Él sanaba a los que escogía sanar. The greater miracle is that Jesus enters into our suffering. El mayor milagro es que Cristo fue capaz de entrar en el dolor humano. The greater miracle is that when you're sick, when I'm sick, when your loved one dies, when my loved one dies, el mayor milagro es cuando tú estás enfermo, cuando tú lloras por alguien que has perdido. Jesus loves us so much. Cristo no ha, nos ama de tal manera that he weeps. que él también llora. And that's a miracle. Y ese es un milagro. One more story. Una más. I promise. Les prometo esto. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the others leaders also mocked Jesus. Los sacerdotes que estaban conduciendo al pueblo, los maestros de religión, de la ley, y los otros líderes del pueblo también se burlaban de Jesús. He saved others, they scoffed. Decían, salvó a otros. But he can't save himself. Pero él no puede salvarse a sí mismo. So he is the king of Israel, is he? ¿Será este el rey de Israel? Let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. Si lo es, que descienda de la cruz y creeremos en él. He trusted God. Let God show his approval by delivering him. Confió en Dios. Que Dios muestre su aprobación librándolo ahora. For he said, I am the son of God. Porque él dijo, yo soy el hijo de Dios. And the criminals who were crucified with him also shouted the same insults at him. Y los criminales que estaban crucificados con él también se burlaban de la misma manera. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. A la hora de mediodía, las tinieblas llenaron la tierra. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out in a loud voice. Hasta las tres de la tarde, y entonces a esa hora Jesús clamó y dijo, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Esta es la expresión que dijo Jesús. Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Lo que significa, mi Dios, Dios mío, ¿por qué me has abandonado? As Jesus does the horrific crucifixion dance. Y cuando Cristo estaba realizando esta, este acto de crucifixión final. Do you not really know how crucifixion works? ¿Ustedes saben realmente cómo es que se produce la crucifixión? It is death by exhaustion. 
Es una muerte que se sufre a través del de agotamiento total. A nail was driven through the ankle bones. Había un clavo que estaba atravesando su tobillo. The only archaeological evidence we have of crucifixion are two ankle bones with a nail through them. La única evidencia arqueológica que tenemos de la crucifixión es son dos tobillos atravesados por un clavo. And then nails were driven through the hands. Y también sus manos habían sido atravesadas por clavos. And this is how crucifixion works. Y esa es la forma en que se realiza la crucifixión. You must push up on the nail in your feet to get a breath. Tienes que apoyarte en esas y esos clavos de tus tobillos para evitar descolgarte. You do that until you can stand the pain no longer. Lo tienes que hacer por tanto tiempo hasta que no puedes soportar más el dolor. And then you fall down to the nails in your hands. Entonces cuando ya no puedes soportar, te descuelgas y entonces quedas colgado de tus clavos en las manos. You go, you move up and down. Te subes y te bajas cuando no puedes resistirte. Up to get a gasping breath. Te subes para tratar de respirar. And then down to the nails in your hands. Y entonces desfalleces y cuelgas de las manos clavadas. It was a horrific way to die. Era una manera horrífica de morir. It, it, it lets you understand why all of the phrases of Jesus from the cross are short gasping phrases. Quiero que se den cuenta que todas las frases que pronunció Jesús en la cruz eran frases cortas. He must push up and with the last breath say, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Parece que como se tomó un nuevo respiro y con esa respiración dijo, Dios mío, Dios mío, ¿por qué me has abandonado? And then he falls back down. Y entonces volvió a caer. He pushes up again and says, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. Nuevamente respira y dice, Padre, perdónalos porque no saben lo que hacen. And then he falls back down again. Y entonces volvó a quedarse colgado de sus manos. And finally he pushes up and says, Into your hands I commit my spirit. Y por fin, levantándose nuevamente en el último respiro, dijo, en tus manos encomiendo mi espíritu. And he dismisses his spirit. Y entregó su espíritu. It was a horrible way to die. Era una forma horrible de morir. This is going to be difficult for you to hear. Sé que es difícil incluso para oír esta historia. But trust me. Pero créanme. When we look at the cross, cuando miramos a la cruz, What's the miracle? ¿Cuál es el milagro que vemos? The miracle is that there is no miracle. El milagro es que no hay ningún milagro. No angels come and rescue Jesus ningún from the cross. Ángel vino. He dies. The miracle of the cross is that there was no miracle. Sorry. El milagro de la cruz es que no vino ningún ángel. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Se humilló a sí mismo y fue obediente hasta la muerte y muerte de cruz. The unmiraculous miracles of Jesus. Oh Dios. Aquel que hizo tantos milagros por otro no se libró a sí mismo, hermano. Entregó su muerte en la cruz en obediencia por ti y por mí. My brother's tears are a miracle. Las lágrimas de mi hermano también son un milagro 
He has heard this story a thousand times. Ha escuchado esta historia miles de veces. And so have I, and so have you. Como también yo y ustedes. It's an amazing truth. Es una verdad. Jesus did not come to give us miracles. Cristo no vino a darnos milagros. He came to give us himself. Vino a entregarse a sí mismo. Would you receive him? Would you, would you ask God for the eyes to see those kinds of miracles? The miracle of his presence in your heart and life? He is Emmanuel. The God who is with us. Amen. A sign shall be given a virgin will conceive a human baby bearing undiminished deity the glory of the nations a light for all to see and hope for all who will embrace his warm reality sing together ready
of worship as we come to the halfway point for this classic Easter session. If what you're hearing so far has stirred you to want to go deeper, look for more from Michael that can help when you visit michaelcard.com. And if you're new to the podcast, we invite you to subscribe or follow so you can continue to enjoy this weekly podcast. And we hope you'll share the link to pass the word along about what you found in these sessions. We'll get the studio ready for more music and conversation with Steve Green after this message in the studio with Michael Card. The Ancient Faith Study Bible is this month's featured resource. I'm always looking for ways to explore the meaning of the scriptures, and the CSB Ancient Faith Study Bible is a new addition with roots in the teaching from the early followers of Christ. 
This edition features study notes and commentary from the writings of church fathers to help you understand and apply their rich biblical insights to your life today. Search for Ancient Faith Study Bible at csbible.com and read more about this unique study tool. And when you order, apply your 30% discount on the CSB purchase through LifeWay. Type in the studio as one word in the promotion code for your 30% discount with LifeWay. The Ancient Faith Study Bible. Study notes, biographies, and more from the early leaders in the Christian faith that add rich perspective as you go deep into God's Word. Today's church can be renewed by listening to the insights and wisdom of yesterday's saints. Search for Ancient Faith Study Bible now at csbible.com. We're back with our Easter weekend edition of In the Studio with Michael Card, and we start this segment with this song, a classic from Michael, Love Crucified Arose. Thank you. What an appropriate song, of course, to be sung right now as our thoughts are centered on the death and resurrection of Jesus. Our conversation partner is our good friend Steve Green. Now, Steve, it has been much too long since you've been in the studio with us, but it's hard to find a time when you and Michael are in the same town at the same time. Oh, we're here together. Your hometown, as a matter of fact. I mean, we see each other from time to time, and um, it's the privilege has been to... um, 
just walk in community, be friends hmm. for a long time. Uh, we're growing old together. At least I am. I don't know yeah, about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rapidly. Before my very eyes. We're... <laughs> Let's uh, turn to the passage that we've chosen. Mm-hmm. Steve, will you introduce this for us? Well, this is um, a tremendous account. Uh, it's called basically the two on the road to Emmaus. Mm-hmm. And this is the very day of the resurrection. Um, and it begins in Luke 24, verse 13, and goes on through verse 35. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Mm. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, And when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Do you want to take over, Michael? Sure. By this time, they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus would have gone on, but they begged him to stay the night with them since it was getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took a small loaf of bread, asked God's blessing on it, broke it, then gave it to them. Suddenly, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and at that moment, he disappeared. They said to each other, didn't our hearts feel strangely warm as he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour, they were on their way back to Jerusalem, where the eleven disciples and the other followers of Jesus were gathered. When they arrived, they were greeted with the report, the Lord has really risen. He appeared to Peter. Hearing the two of you read that, I was just thinking, are you glad that we have this account? <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's tremendous. Um, you know, I just was noticing that that very day, two of them, mm-hmm. and that's a reference to a few verses uh, prior. Um, right, John and Peter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, um, the women came back, and returning from the tomb, they told these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Mm-hmm. And their reaction was, it seemed like an idle tale to them. Yeah. So these are two of the guys who had just heard a firsthand report from the women, yep. and it was nonsense. Wait, right, right before that, it, it literally says that. It says their words in verse 11. 11, right. Their words sounded like nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I've ne- never seen before, I heard uh, 
Uh, Steve, read this. How Peter is at the beginning and the in the end of this story. Peter's mm-hmm. a very important person, sort of to me right now. And then we were we were left with Peter standing by the tomb, wondering to himself what had happened. Mm-hmm. Then we have Emmaus, and at the end of Emmaus, we hear that Jesus had made this mysterious appearance yeah, to Peter yeah. that's not recorded anywhere. Paul refers to it, and yeah. Luke refers refers to it, but none of the disciples, none of the uh, gospels tell us what happened. So Peter is kind of the bookend of this story of the road to Emmaus, which I find mm-hmm. really interesting. You know, I've heard it intimated that, you know, how could they be so dense? And I think that's pretty critical, actually, don't mm-hmm. you? No, well, nobody recognized him. I mean, mm-hmm. just think about it. Mary at the, right. at the garden tomb thought he was the gardener. Uh, the, the disciples here walked and talked with him for a long time, didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even in John 21, the second miraculous catch of fish, uh, in, in verse 13 of 21, even though the disciples are standing around him, it says, and none of them dared ask, right. who are you? Right. So for some reason, he wasn't immediately recognizable. Well, and Mark. Uh, referencing this same passage in Mark 16 says he appeared in another form. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I, you know, obviously okay. he didn't look quite mm-hmm. the same. But mm-hmm. I think another reason um, is because of the unbelief as well. Right. They had it, no expectations they just, to see him. No. They, yeah. There was the last thing in the world they right. expected was right. to see this same Jesus. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't think you get the resurrection until you realize that there was, I mean, absolutely no no expectation that he would mm-hmm. do what he said. When the women go to the tomb, they go to anoint a dead body. Mm-hmm. When they see a stone rolled away, what do they, do they say? Oh, he's risen. They no. say, oh, nobody's, somebody's stolen right. the body. Right. And even Peter, uh, it's incredible to me, uh, Luke says, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Right. Of all people. Well, Peter. you know, the, the visual of seeing the Lord on the cross of knowing that he was dead. The dream died. And seeing the body then taken and put in a tomb, those are astounding images that had been imprinted on their minds. Hmm. And that was the end. Yeah. That's reality. Mm -hmm. That's reality. I I don't want to get ahead of you men here, but I'm just wondering, I'm looking at the verse, uh, well, verses you read, Michael, where they they sat down to eat, they took bread, and their eyes were open. Right. Now, what what, what is that? Well, I mean, very, I mean, symbolic and almost sort of a parable. Jesus is recognized in the breaking of the bread. It's at that moment, uh, even though he taught them, it's when he breaks the bread that their eyes are open, that God takes away whatever sort of veil he had placed because they were kept from recognizing him. You can just, almost picture that maybe he broke the bread in the same manner or something that he did in the upper room, well, can't you? Well, Jesus is recognizing the breaking of the bread. We still, our eyes are still opened, hopefully, when we break the bread. We still recognize the presence of Jesus um, uh, amongst us when mm-hmm. we break the bread. I think that's what's going on. I think what's interesting, too, is he began, I mean, the breaking of the bread was the moment of their recognizing him, but he began with them uh, with a discourse of beginning with Moses and the prophets, mm-hmm. explaining to them mm-hmm. all that was written okay. in the scripture concerning himself. And, um, you know, he didn't reprimand them for not believing the women's report because mm-hmm. the women had come to them and said, mm-hmm. look, um, the tomb's empty and all mm-hmm. of this. He reprimanded them for not believing the prophets wow, that's as good. if to say, look, if you had really mm. been reading this uh, with an intent to see Christ, and, and and of course that to me again is is um, a, a picture back to John five thirty nine, where Jesus said, "You search the Scriptures diligently mm-hmm. to find eternal life." What you don't realize is the Scriptures testify to me, and you mm-hmm. refuse to come to me. It's to, all right to there. Find life. And he reprimanded them for not really believing what the prophets had said, which, which you know, again is a picture to us. Christ is 
throughout the whole of Scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't open a page without seeing either a promise about Christ, a prophecy about Christ, um, even even a type of Christ mm-hmm. in Old Testament figures. So what a great lesson. Uh, Christ turned to the authority of Scripture uh, to begin establishing. And Mike, I remember mm. you one time, uh, we were talking about this, and you said, man, what would I give for a, a tape of that sermon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to get to hear what he said, wouldn't that not be incredible? <laughs> yeah. And it came in the context of a, a walk. stroll, a, a walk. walk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's a, mm. a metaphor for us, too. Well, right? and that's very consistent with this whole ministry. I mean, Jesus walks and talks with them and disciples them. Um, you know, as they're going from place to place. And this is the same Jesus. He's the same yesterday. You almost wonder why they didn't recognize him when he started teaching. Oh. (laughs) Their hearts were burning, but they didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And, you know, you you said, okay, here, they invite him into their quarters and sit for a meal. And Jesus, the guest, assumes the role of the host. Host, yeah. And, you know, he's the visitor, but he's the master. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's the servant at the same time. The he's servant. breaking the bread for yeah. them. And there's some there's some wonderful little human uh, mm-hmm. uh, elements to this story. I mean, obviously it's an eyewitness detail when they're talking about, are, are you the only one who hasn't heard? Right, right. And Jesus sort of, I mean, it's really what playful. Things? What yeah. things, yeah. you know? <laughs> and uh, you do you can't read that without chuckling. And this almost sort of Shakespearean, stay with us for it's nearly evening and the day is almost over because mm-hmm. Jesus is going to go. Is making like he's going to go somewhere else, and and uh, and I thought how wonderful. tender of him also to begin by drawing out of their own hearts the account. Hmm. Oh, that's you know, good. he yeah. just well, tell me what what it, what are the things that you know, uh-huh. and and it's almost like when he's going to teach us something, he starts with the little fragments and pieces that we know, mm-hmm. and okay, so that's what you know. Well, let me take you from here <laughs> and tell you the rest of the story. But what goes through, what goes through his heart when he hears them say, "We had hoped." Oh yes, yes, he was the one. Yeah. Well, you know, they did expect deliverance from the Messiah, but they didn't expect it by his death. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's obviously the paradox of, of the cross. Mm-hmm. Their hopes were set on the deliverance from Messiah. Yeah. The cross wasn't anything at all that, that they were mm-hmm. thinking of. And I don't know how we go about recapturing this, but I really do think in order to to fully experience what they experienced, you have to realize that as they stood before that cross, there was nothing more likely to them than the fact that it, it had all been a lie, it had all been for nothing, mm-hmm. and it was over. That was the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. I think I don't know if we can experience it that way because we know the end of the story. Mm-hmm. But that certainly was, you know, that's and it's all in those words. We had hoped. Yeah. And now. Yeah. And, you know, even when Jesus responded to them, foolish ones, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I have to think that his tone of voice was still gentle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wasn't an indictment. You know, you talk about those little um, human moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I picked up on is when after they realized who he was, they said to each other, didn't our hearts feel strangely warm? Mm-hmm. As we talked, as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to mm-hmm. us, their hearts were warmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an interesting uh, picture and phrase there. Well, they can't be in his presence without, um, you know, somehow being transformed and awakened and made alive. And, um, you know, even the fact of Jesus breaking the bread you know, I thought they didn't recognize him in his preaching. Mm-hmm. They recognized him in a very simple act that was familiar to them. It was part of community. Mm. 
Mm. I mean, they had seen that lots of times. And I just was remembering again how important it is for us to walk together as brothers in mm. community and uh, somehow in something so familiar, um, their, and, eyes, their eyes were open. And so holy at the same time. Mm. Yeah. This has been a rich discussion as we celebrate the Lord's resurrection here in anticipation of Easter this year. Uh, Michael, we can't have Steve in the studio, though, without asking him to oh, sing for oh, us. Actually, of course not. We're going to do it this way, though. <laughs> On a previous visit when Steve was with us in the studio, thank you, uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian Howell was with you at the yes, piano. And so yes. we took the opportunity to have you both here to do this song we're going to hear now. So this is kind of a replay, mm. but how rich this is. Mm. This goes back to the time Steve was with us. This song is called I Can See. Brian at the piano, here's Steve Green.
See, that song really captures uh, what we're hoping for Mm -hmm. this Easter season, to have that experience of having Mm -hmm. our spiritual eyes open and realizing all over again what it is that Jesus did for us on that cross. So in in the few moments that we have remaining, would you pray Mm -hmm. for the people that are listening and Mm -hmm. uh, and ask God if he would do that in us? Mm -hmm. Lord, I I know that uh, even at this moment as we're discussing this passage, um, there are some listening um, who have an historical understanding of Jesus. They can relate um, facts and figures about his earthly life and his existence here. But they have yet not seen him as the Messiah, as their Savior. Lord, I pray that you would uh, do that miraculous work again, that you would open eyes of our understanding so that we can recognize you seeing you, Lord, as you are, as the Redeemer, as the Savior, as the servant Savior, the one who came to give your life Hmm. so that we could be forgiven. Lord, would you do that miracle now uh, for those who are listening and yearning for you in Christ's name? Hmm. Amen. Lord, I agree with with Steve's prayer and, and and add to that that uh, we, we ask that you would give to each each person that's listening with their heart uh, this experience of having their eyes opened, that they would uh, sense that their own hearts are strangely warmed mm. as they hear this message of who Jesus is and, and what he means. Uh, there are those listening who, who are as hopeless as those uh, disciples were on the road mm-hmm. to Emmaus, mm-hmm. who've given up hope and believe that it's all for nothing. Would you meet them, Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, this Easter? Would you meet them? Would you break the bread of yourself with them mm-hmm. and, and feed them and feed us yourself uh, so that we can follow you and serve you and, and be in fellowship with you? Uh, Lord, thank you for my brother Steve. Mm-hmm. I pray that you would bless him, bless his ministry and his family. Uh, thank you that he's here with us. Uh, 
pray that our, our community would grow deeper and stronger and that you, Lord Jesus, would continue to be the center of the reason why we get together, why we have meal fellowship, why we talk as we uh, walk mm-hmm. along the road, mm-hmm. uh, because you're the only reason for doing mm-hmm. uh, anything, for singing or for writing mm-hmm. or, or for coming together. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've given us in each other. Amen. 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 Thank you. We hope this hour has enhanced your celebration of our risen Savior. If this is your experience, post a comment on the Michael Carr Music Facebook page or email your reactions to us at inthestudio at michaelcard.com. More about Michael's ministry and more about our guests can be found online at michaelcard.com. We're glad for the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible. Learn more about the great Bible editions that can help you take further steps in understanding God's message to us when you visit csbible.com. Check out the Ancient Faith Study Bible or other Bible editions that interest you. When you order, use the promotion code in the studio, typed with no spaces, to receive your 30% discount on CSB purchases through Lifeway. The Christian Standard Bible at csbible.com. Join us next week for a new session that continues to explore the details of Jesus' resurrection. And now for all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Mansfield, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepherd. Happy Easter to all of you listening, and thanks for listening to this edition of In the Studio with Michael Carr.